Yo, hope we're well. It's me, Ryan Hartley, always better than yesterday, and um, really excited to be here for episode 56. Episode 56 of the Always Better Than Yesterday interview sessions. I'm just going to send a few invites now. Thank you for taking the time to catch up on replay. Thank you for taking the time to join us on YouTube or the podcast. Really appreciate you taking some time out of your day to um, to spend it with us. Hopefully this will bring you some insight that will help you be always better than yesterday in your in your own life. Um, I'm really, really excited to share my, my guest with you today. I'll do a bit of an introduction very shortly. Just sending out a couple of invites now. If you are joining, um, I'd love for you to just push my face and, and, and push that share button if you are... Um, that way inclined if you'd love to just share this this positive message on a Sunday evening um, to help someone in your network be always better than yesterday um, that's the simple way that you can help and contribute um, not just to, to me but to those people that are in your network maybe you just you just don't know who needs to hear this right now um, so a couple of invites going out I hope that we've all had a good weekend just drop me some blue love heart emojis let me jump into the conversation and uh, appreciate you for, for taking the time. Um, there we go. That's enough invites done. Happy days. Loads of people on already. Um, amazing. My guest is good to go. Excited. Fantastic. So here we go. Episode 56. I've been joined by 55 awesome and inspiring people so far. Uh, it's been a great opportunity to learn about habits and mindset behind those uh, inspiring people. Today is no different. You'll see my post yesterday. Um, I had a lovely little date day with Brooke. Um, she is, for those of you who don't know me, she. If you're coming across my page for the first time, thank you. Um, but Brooke is is four years old and she is lush. She's my little baby girl, and we had a little date day, daddy daddy girl date day yesterday. Um, and it's really important to me that she grows up in a world where she um, that she loves who she is. I think the the secret to success in our lives is is being someone we love, doing things that we love, spending time with people we love. So that's my simple formula for success. And I'm really, really excited to be um, bringing a self-love expert on with me this evening uh, in Gina Swire. So without further ado, I won't say too much to um, share her story uh, to be done by her. But please do push our faces, give this a share, um, and let's get as many people involved in this conversation as we possibly can. Hello. Oh, there we go. Technology. Amazing. How are you? I'm wonderful, thank you. I'm buzzing for this. Yeah, me too. Coming. You, you've got a very strong northern accent, but where are you in the world right now? I'm in Venice Beach, LA right now, but I'm from near Blackpool. Yes. I'm so jealous right <laughs> very now. Glam. So jealous right now. <laughs> it's amazing well thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule to join us and i just love you to um just for all the guys and girls that have joined us just tell us a little bit about who you are and and your story so far yeah well thank you so much for having me i'm i'm uh, i love doing this kind of thing uh yeah so i'm gina i'm from a little town little tiny town that no one's ever heard of called polton in blackpool and i've been on a massive mega journey um what people see now when they follow me is definitely 
you know, it wasn't always this way. Sometimes people are like, oh, you know, if I looked like you, if I had mm -hmm. the life I, you, mm -hmm. that you had, then I would love myself too. And it definitely wasn't always that way. Um, actually, I, I looked very similar that I did than I did 10 years ago, but everything has changed from mm -hmm. the inside out. And so um, when I was in my childhood, I kind of like, I started to, to tell myself that I wasn't very good at things. I wasn't very clever and I wasn't good at reading and writing and I wasn't good at school and I just wasn't very good at things. Um, other people were better than me, so I was just kind of a nobody. And um, that put me into quite a few years of silence. So I had this big personality inside, but I kind of just didn't mm. speak. I would just be, I, you know, when someone wanted to speak to me, I'd just go really red and be really quiet. Um, so for quite a few years, that was my reality, which I just thought was normal. And then as I went into my teenage years, I found partying and alcohol as this great way to come out of my shell. Um, so yeah, I kind of half came out of my shell in my late teens, uh, mostly party drink infused, being a northerner <laughs> and all that. Um, yeah, so, so that was a strange reality because people thought I was this super confident social butterfly, but I was kind of still dying on the inside and I was very um what's the word up in my head I guess is the best way to explain it so I wouldn't necessarily have fun I'd look like I was having fun I'd tell myself I was having fun but mm -hmm. I wasn't I was like having a nightmare on the inside I was having like all this pushing and pulling controversy of do I look good enough have I done everything perfect you can tell now like kind of like I don't know if you can still hear me, but I've lost your audio. Can you hear me? Technology is a wonderful thing. Just bear with us. We'll sort this out. Um, just let me know whether those, so you can hear me. Great. Fantastic. Okay. So we will just sort this out very shortly. You can always rely on a good. There we go. Let's try this. Let me just see if I can re-invite Gina back. Not at the moment. Well, after 56 episodes, I am used to remaining calm under pressure. This being live on Facebook. Um, so, Gina, it's, it's saying that you're on and watching. I don't know whether things have happened your end to freeze, um, but it's not letting me add you back in. So if you're still there, just drop me a comment. Let me know what's, what's the deal. And... Um, we will work this out. We will get this conversation happening. It needs to happen. Many people need to hear what Gina has to say. Um, and I will be very calm and patient about it. Um, so Gina, if you can hear me, it's it's saying that, there we go, add. 
Happy days. Let's get this going again, shall we? Wrapping my Strongman t-shirt today, episode 54. Shout out to Strongman and Ephraim. What I, have, what I have learned, and you will know this by being a manifester, is that when we mention technology, it often goes wrong. <laughs> so let that be a lesson to us. Yeah, yeah. We'll just uh, we'll just not mention that. Um, so so where was it? I think I was talking about how um, I used to spend three hours getting ready, and I was aiming for perfection, and I never I never made it. Sure. Like, even if people, even if a thousand people told me that, oh, my God, you're so perfect, mm. you look so perfect, you're a dream to look at, I'd be like, mm, could have done this better, could have done that better. Yeah. yeah, so you can imagine the kind of reality I was in was all up in my head, not having a lot of fun, not thinking I was good enough, and just not being able to connect with people because I was that bothered about having cellulite and being a dress size bigger than my friends and not being perfect and so mm. then the plot thickens I then got scouted for modeling and I was so like oh my god no like imagine being in front of all those people and imagine like just the imperfections and just no and so I kept on getting scouted and eventually I went into the modeling agency with my mum and we went into this agency in Manchester that had scouted me a bunch of times. They were like, we love you, we love you, we want to see you. I went in and I'd been a little bit sick before it. I'd been, I'd been in bed for basically three, day, uh, three weeks mm -hmm. and I'd lost a ton of weight, which was the only reason I dared to go into the agency. And so I went in with my mom, I was feeling really good. And I get there and they're like, yeah, 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 we love you. We want to sign you up. Um, the only thing is, is we, you're a bit heavy and we need you to lose about a stone in weight in two weeks. So just come back in two weeks and we'll sign you up. We've got a job for you. And I was just like, ah, like wow. if I could lose a stone in weight, I would have done. Like I've been trying to do that. Mm. That's been my goal to be skinny. Um, you know, Posh Spice was kind of my role model mm. back then, which, you know, is like probably about the size, same size as Brooke. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I, uh, yeah, it was this kind of weird thing. And I was like, ah, I can't, I'm not going to be able to do that. And so I just said no. And um, then the universe kind of wanted me to be a model because they, then I met this other woman who had a smaller modeling agency and it was all to do with wedding stuff. Mm -hmm. So like bride dresses. And for that, they wanted you to be the sample sizes, which were normal women's sizes from the shops. And so I started modeling with them and a few months went by, it went really, really well. I was, I was actually working pretty much full time for them. And then this other big agency came back and said, Oh, you know, um, we do want to sign you up and maybe we could sign you up as our first ever plus size model. And I was just like, ah, that is so offensive. I don't want to be a plus size model. That no, how, no, no, no. I can't be like a fat model. Um, that was my reaction. Mm. Anyway, I did do it and it went really well. So at that point, 
plus size modeling was becoming a thing there was it was a very small crew of us and it was becoming bigger and bigger like all the brands are now focusing on diversity people watching have probably have seen that and I was like in that rise and so my career just went boom Mm. and I got signed in London and New York and all over the world and I was like wow I've made it as a plus size model who would have thought it (laughs) And so the problem was then with the, in my home life, I still wanted to be skinny and the same size as my friends who were all UK size eights and tens. And I was like a 14, Mm -hmm. 16. And in my modeling, in my work life, I wasn't quite big enough. They were like, can you just be a bit bigger? Mm -hmm. If you can just put on a bit of weight, we can sign you for this like... 50 grand campaign and I was like oh my god I don't want to put on weight but 50 grand sounds nice Mm -hmm. (laughs) um yeah so it it was a strange reality and it definitely hit my Mm self-worth head on in the face just like you're not good enough at that you're not good enough at this you need to be more you need to be better you need to be different and I was just like ah where do I fit you know I, I felt like I didn't quite fit although I was successful for my body for my weight but it it was a strange reality basically yeah Yeah. and then it it, um it all came to a massive head about five years ago when I just was like uh this is not my life and quit quit everything absolutely everything got quit everything that could be quit in my life I quit Mm. so I quit drinking and partying I quit men I went celibate I went vegan I quit New York where I used to live I quit my job and I just like became like a a a hermit like I just went to my house and healed myself Mm. and that's where the self-love magic came from that space wow that's amazing there's there's so much I want to ask you and I I guess what you said at the very start was about you changed from the inside out. And I get how much of, how much of that with, with, you know, what you were doing shaped your identity. Where did you take your identity from at that, at that point? Mm. Which bit before I knew what I was doing or kind of more when. Yeah. So you're top of your career, you're nailing it. Like, who were you? Who are you? What did you go through that sense of, you know, your self-worth was hit, but who were you at that point? Yeah. Mm, I was mm, that's a great question who was I I don't even know at that point I was a party girl I had this identity of being this like kind of show busy going out to all the fancy places always looked the part always had like various men on the bench (laughs) like I was I was a I I looked like I had it all down and people used to message me all the time being like, you're like, oh my God, amazing. And, and all these other models that I was friends with as well, who were straight size models, they'd be like, you have really got it down because you get to have all of this and you get to eat. Like, wow, we, how could I, how can I get my hands on that? And so to everyone else, they all thought I was doing so well, but I felt guilty that I had so much and so many people would message me on social media saying I want your life like how do I get a piece of that and I felt like boy I felt like empty like an empty vessel so 
Yeah. They say, Thinking of that. there's that quote that says that um, your life can look entirely different based on one decision and your testament to that, you made that decision. What, what helped you with that? Um, I'm going to have to go in with the cosmic answer and say spirit. Mm -hmm. Like I was being guided by something that I didn't know what it was then. Um, it was very clear, like, this is not how it has to be. Like <laughs> there is another way and just trust. And I was just hearing these messages and I, I was like, ah, but that seems so wrong to my human. Mm -hmm. You know, my human needs money and needs this and needs fame and all these things in a career but it was no it was like no listen to us because mm. we know do this this is what you're doing what um what spiritual reading had you had you worked on your spiritual development at that point or was it new to you um well my father died 10 years ago and so i was there with him when he died mm. and so that was my spiritual reading in one hit just being in a room with someone you love that passes away is a great way to understand spirit and just the biggest gift ever. Like also really challenging, sure. but such a gift just to see that magic of like, he's there one minute talking to you and the next minute it's an empty vessel. Mm -hmm. And I felt like that empty vessel, honestly. I was just like seeing that and, and also his kind of last words before he died was very much like, don't do what I did. Wow. He worked his whole life, um, had a great life, but he definitely didn't, he was waiting to retire mm. to enjoy his life. And I'm, I never do that. <laughs> I'm just like, do it now, everything now, not tomorrow, not next time, do it now. Yeah. yeah. So that was my spiritual awakening. Yeah, I appreciate you sharing that with us. And, what else has helped you in your own journey? What else has helped you become the, the person you are today? Mm, the first thing that comes to mind is my circle of influence. Mm -hmm. I definitely, I had the same school friends throughout childhood, through teenage years. And, and then when I started modeling, I got like a new batch of friends, mm -hmm. partying friends and social friends and model friends. And I actually quit all of them. I quit everything. When I quit, like I just mentioned, I quit everything. And it wasn't that I stopped seeing them or stopped loving them, but I definitely did distance myself emotionally yeah. from them. And I, I was very, very intentional about the people that I brought into my life at that time. Mm -hmm. And I really am now, like I'm so like, you know, I know exactly what I want. I'm open to magic from anyone and everyone. Like I'm interested to hear everyone's story, but the people around me are all going for it. And that, that's a big one. Who are your kind of people? Ooh, heart people. Just people who do everything from the heart. People who want to get to know themselves more and more. People who dive into everything, who are curious and playful and fun and just like, People who have a message to share, which I believe everyone does, but are, are bold and sharing it. Yeah. Love that. They're my people. They're my peeps. I love that. <laughs> self-love. How did you, uh, what did you say? I think for you to be a self-love expert, you've obviously got a fair amount of experience in, in doing that for yourself. Where did you start? Mm. 
Where did I start? Oh, <laughs> you have such good questions. Uh, where did I start? Well, in that space when I'd quit everything and I was I was on my lounge floor begging for a sign because I felt so lonely. I'd re- basically removed every vice that I'd been mm. holding myself back with, that I'd been numbing myself with for the last 10 years. I removed all the things. Wow. And when I did that, I had to feel it. And that felt awful, mm. horrible, but amazing as well. Like, pay, like pleasure pain is the best way sure. to explain that. Like, like heartbreak and love all in one go. Mm. And in that space, when I was begging for a sign, which I believe is a great place to be for anyone watching. Like if you're on the, if you get on the floor and beg for a sign and you'll get it, it's, it's amazing. And I got those signs and it, those signs were the epiphany. One of the main epiphanies that I had was that I just, it's so simple now, but all it was, was I don't need to fix anything. Mm. Don't need to change anything. I don't need to be more. I don't, I, don't, I can't be more anyway. Mm. Just, this is it. That's it. Yeah. Boom. And when I had that feeling of wholeness, of oneness, of self-love, of self-acceptance, you know, mm. all those things rolled into one. I, I'd started to see some glimmers of it, but then I felt that for the first time. And then, you know, it's not to say once I felt that I've been like just good to go since, mm. definitely not. Um, but I have big periods of time where I don't question any of that stuff anymore. And then something might happen like last year, well, the start of this year, my boyfriend cheated on me and that sent me into like a deep inquiry of like, how, how was I a match to manifest this? Like what does, you know, where am I cheating on myself? Um, and in that period, I, piled on a load of weight and started to like not look after myself fully and definitely didn't feel I I felt in full trust I knew it would pass Mm. I knew you know I'm going in the right direction but it did really send me on this kind of tangent and I really 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 had to practice what I preach Mm. then so much um which is which is spending time with yourself, getting to know yourself, giving yourself whatever you need. So every single morning I wake up and I ask myself, what do I need today? Mm. And that honestly is the most loving question ever. You know, I really, really follow this thing of discipline over discipline. I've definitely done the discipline thing where I'm like getting up at 5am, doing my, um, meditation having my hot water and lemon getting on my yoga mat going to the gym this huge morning routine then writing down my 10 gratitudes and that really really served me at that time but now well firstly I don't really love anything militant I don't like being told what to do by anyone (laughs) including myself (laughs) so discipline for me is so fantastic because it's really do more of what you love. Like, what do you love? What makes you feel good, which is love? And then do more of that. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. Mm. Um, so let, let, let's just picture this, right? You are on the floor begging for a sign. And now here you are with a global mission to help a billion women fall madly in love with themselves. Where does that come from? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Well, because I made such a huge transformation, huge turnaround, and it was an inner transition, mm. but anything that happens on the inside happens on the outside or it disappears. So if it's a match, it so say you have a partner and you you're both like having like a really average relationship and then one person starts going to the gym, gets really healthy, does all the mindset work, up levels the self-love, everything. The other part, partner either has to do the same or it will end at some point. That's how I see it. You know, there's a period, there's a gray area where the other person gets to catch up. But ultimately, if one thing rises, the other has to or it disappears. And that's really what happened with my inner world. I changed so much. I started to eat like I love myself. I started to work out like I love myself. I started to think like I love myself because I did. <laughs> and and everything on the outside, side note, two weeks after I had that epiphany mm. of I'm whole, I don't need to change anything, I fell in love for the first time in my life as well. I met this incredible man and it was love at first sight and we had an amazing, amazing three-year relationship um which I believe came it was a mirror of the love I had for myself Mm. it was just amazing and so my body instantly transformed like yeah I was a model I looked great but I, I had no no life in my eyes I had no soul in my skin like I wasn't beaming although people used to say oh you you glow all the time but like I literally, it was like light bulbs were coming out of my pores after this transformation. And everyone was just like, how can I get a piece of whatever you're having? Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'll help you. I'll just help you for free. Let me help you. And I was actually doing this um, nutrition course at the time just to get healthier. And that, that was amazing that if anyone's watching and you know, is interested in this stuff. I have an amazing recommendation of a course and a lot of my friends and clients and all that go on it. And that, oh, such an amazing transformation being in that course. And that I didn't know at the time, but was teaching me to coach people, Mm -hmm. to help people. And that part of it, I was like, no, I've signed up to the wrong course. This wasn't the right course for me, but the universe had a plan for me. And uh, so I started to help people with the health and with the mind health. Mm. And I just realized that I can teach people what to eat and how to exercise all day long. But it's not going to do any good if their minds, Mm. if their mindset isn't in the love frequency. And as soon as it is, (laughs) they're off. It's like a, it's a one way ticket to everything they've ever desired. So yeah, that's how I ended up doing this mission i love that how can um people listening that are just getting into the concept of self-love dial in their love frequency a little bit further today Mm, okay there's a few parts to this Mm -hmm. firstly it's creating space so i just explained i did it in the most kind of uh what's the word for that cold turkey way Mm -hmm. Um, I cut everything but you can do that on a on a micro basis as well and one of the ways that people watching can do that is forgiveness Mm. so if you are holding on to things from your past if there's anything even little things like 
you know, I was supposed to ring my grandparents today and I haven't. <clears throat> I forgive myself. <laughs> you know, I choose to live and accept myself. Um, yeah, so there's there's big things and little things. Maybe you've done something major in your life that you just can't forgive yourself mm. for. Or maybe there's somebody in your life you can't forgive. Yeah. Well, that's a really, really good place to start because when you... You don't have to forgive yourself, but even just writing a list of the things you're yet to forgive yourself for, it it already starts a process. Like having an intention to forgive yourself, mm. even if you don't know how, is great. So I would say that's a good one. And I do that every day. Well, most days. You know, I'll write down, I'm yet to forgive myself for not being organized for the, the masterclass I'm doing on Monday. <laughs> or like... Um, forgetting to respond to a client or you know all these things that we do every day but you know we're just we're just humans trying to have this amazing life and we don't know what the hell we're doing most of the time <laughs> so just forgive yourself for that so when we create space and like I said before I emotionally cut ties from a lot of people places things that I used to do habits like it's a good practice actually just to write on a big piece of paper thing things that don't serve me mm. anything it could be a thought pattern it could be a belief it could be a habit it could be a food it could be a person it could be a place mm. just write it all down on a big piece of paper and actually you don't have to do anything more than that it's just awareness you know oh this isn't serving my vision um, so that's the first thing, create some space. Um, and that gives room for the love to pour in and the magic to pour in. Yeah. And then once you've got that, vision. Like I'm mad on vision because mm. without a vision, I think vision is the most important thing that we have. And, you know, like my vision is to help a billion women mm. to <clears throat> transform, a, a billion plus women <laughs> um, to transform. And... I have a vision for that. Like I, I have it all carefully planned out the things that I'd love to create. My book is about to come out my course and retreats and all this stuff. It didn't just happen yeah. magically. It's been created and it's been coming for a while, you know? So, you know, we, we talked very briefly offline around leadership and I think, you know, sometimes actually leadership is about, we create the world, the, the leader is vision. You first have to see it in your mind's eye before we create it. Everything that we see in our world has, has been once a vision by someone, a leader. And do you um, consider yourself a leader? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and something that just sprung to mind then was that people who make a million dollars or a million pounds, they don't just make it with no reason mm. you know they're not just like oh i feel like making a million dollars today yeah. they're like i need this money for this and this is what i'm going to do yeah. they have a plan for it same with anything yeah. you know my my retreats didn't just magic themselves i had and I, it i worked back from the outcome so like i think about how i want the women to feel when they leave yeah. and then i'm like okay well how can i get them from where they are now to that yeah. so it's a vision like what steps do I need to take? And then I put all that into the retreats. Yeah, nice. So, so you talked about um, book coming soon, courses. Um, what's it like going on? What, what are your retreats called? And, and what's, the average, what's the experience like for people? 
they call the infinite self-love retreats <laughs> infinite because we can always have more yeah. we can it can come from anywhere and uh, the retreats are the biggest probably the biggest gift I can give to anyone and they and anyone can give to themselves it's the, well I do them in different formats so we do Bali and Ibiza um which are a week because obviously we have to travel to them. And then I do England, and I'm about to add Portugal and Mexico wow. this year, next year as well. So people come in, all walks of life, all ages, all different levels of personal development. There's a lot of people that have never done anything before mm. and just think it sounds cool. And then the whole retreat is based around getting, well, giving everyone an experience of self-love of like how it how good it can feel so obviously they get to see me how I live they get to see my assistant and other team members how they live and they're all like vibrating so high and they're just like wow I didn't realize this was possible mm. wow if this is possible for you then it's possible for me like how do I get there mm. and so people go through these they go through like amazing inquiry and it's all very spacious there's lots of time to journal and I teach a lot of techniques take everyone through a 12-step self-love transformation mm -hmm. um, with a lot of different concepts it's very step by step and also hmm, I'm trying to think actually what the retreat ladies would say I think it's quite it's fun and it's surprising. Like there's lots of little cute surprising things. It's quite confrontational. It's not just like, mm -hmm. you know, hanging out, having fun and having being pampered. It's it's quite full on. Um, but anyone can absolutely anyone can do it who is ready to transform. Love that. How yeah. can people connect with you and follow more of your content and, and see more of your stuff obviously i've shared your website in in this um in the description of this live but how can people connect on a deeper level with you absolutely everywhere um my name is gina swire and it's gina swire on instagram facebook um website genuswire.com uh i think that's the, they're the main things yeah so I, i'd love to hear from anyone who's either struggling or know someone who's struggling um, I love to connect with people on social media. So send me any questions. If anyone sends me any questions or like, I get that, but I don't get this or like, yeah, but how do you actually do that? Mm. Then I often do a Facebook live on, on that question. So if anyone's got any questions, send them over and you'll get a, a live. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I just want to thank you for your time. I know you're very busy, very, very busy. Um, thank you for taking the time to join me. I've got one last question and it all stems around the ethos of being always better than yesterday. I'm just curious to know what the phrase always better than yesterday means to you. Mm. Always better than yesterday. I think this infinite expansive love. So the more we get to know ourselves. And the more we accept ourselves, the bigger and more expansive we become. So that to me is what it means. Like yesterday I was, I was at this stage today. I'm just in deep, playful curiosity of everything that is. Love that. I love that. Yeah. Um, 
everyone that has joined and watched the video all the way through, let me just say thank you for taking the time to to spend it with us. Please just push our faces. Make sure that you that you give this video a, a like, a share. Um, please go and follow follow Gene if you're not already. Um, if you're new to to my stream, haven't come from Gina's network, then let me just say thank you for taking the time out and spending it with us. Hope it has been useful. Um, hopefully, I've asked a few more questions so to help you understand Gina and our awesomeness a little bit more. And um, very lastly, would you please yeah. do me the honour of leaving us with a final thought from your good self? Mm, final thought. Well, the first thing that came to mind, and I always trust this, mm -hmm. is whatever you're going through, it will pass. Everything is impermanent. Mm -hmm. Absolutely everything. Even if it's a good thing, even if it's a negative thing, you know, it's going to pass and you can create whatever you wish just by choosing it. <laughs> and I just, wanted, I just wanted to say, I was so inspired by your instagram story yesterday with your little girl mm -hmm. i was just like oh my god this is the cutest thing ever and your little girl just looks like a gem i i was like i need to interview your little girl <laughs> yeah <laughs> if when she's open when she's open to interviews let me know absolutely amazing well thank you thank <laughs> you so much for the inspiration and, and and i hope that we've gone some way to to sharing your message with with at least one more person today yeah, this was fab. Great questions as well. Thank Anytime. you. Have a great week, everybody. Much love. Bye. Thank you.